As hospitality services manager, I wear a number of different caps. I am in charge of accommodation for Table Mountain National Park, which is a fairly diverse portfolio. I also oversee all the film and events, functions, weddings, ceremonies, and opportunities like that within the park. We have a really unusual range of accommodation. Probably one of our most exciting locations is the Overseer's Cottage. It's located on the top of Table Mountain. It is a beautiful old stone cottage. In fact, it's two units. It can sleep a maximum of 16 people. It's reached on foot, but it's not a terribly challenging hike. It is about two hours to reach the cottage. And you get there by walking up the old Jeep track, which takes you to the dams on top of the mountain. If you walk slowly, it's probably about a two-hour hike. And it is really suitable for large families and a special celebration. Really, the view at night is outstanding. It's probably incomparable in Cape Town, the sea of lights that you see of the city. So it would be my number one recommendation for those who've never had a chance. It's a bucket list uh, location. The other accommodation in the park, we have some very unusual tented camps. One of them is at Orange Cliff, which is in a piece of indigenous forest. We have another one at Slankop, which is located in the little village of Komiki in the deep south and has a view right onto the beach. And the last one is Smitswinkel Tented Camp that is opposite the gate to Cape Point, sort of south of Simonstown. They were originally designed as hiking accommodation, but we now allow you to book space in the tented camp as just purely overnight accommodation. So city dwellers now have the opportunity without necessarily having to hike to sleep under under canvas overnight and to enjoy sitting around a campfire. The other option is if you really are into hiking, some of the best hiking in Cape Town for those who only have a weekend would be the Cape of Good Hope hiking trail. It is a two day, one night overnight hike. You sleep in old radar stations, which are located in Cape Point. You start the hike at the point. You walk to the radar station, 16 kilometers the first day, overnight. Then up on the other side of the peninsula for 17 kilometers. It is not entirely easy hiking. Uh, You need to be over the age of 12 to join the hike. But it has some of the best views in terms of views from the top of a mountain out over the ocean. Then if one isn't necessarily into hiking, but you would still like to stay right on the beach, we have a single unit located in Cape Point right on the ocean. It's called Olifantsbos Cottage. It sleeps a maximum of 12 people. It is self-catering and it is completely private. You have the use of a small piece of beach and there is nothing quite like waking up to the sound of the waves crashing almost next to your window. We also have two cottages at Cape Point that are located inland. They don't have a sea view, but you do have all the unusual animals of Cape Point roaming around outside your window. These cottages are called Eland Cottage and Dacre Cottage, and each of those units feeds six people. The last, but probably not the least, is the Platicapont Houses. That's located very close to town. It's an unusual location for Sandparks accommodation because it shares... uh, walls with urban neighbors. It is called the wash houses because years ago it was a location where the ladies in Cape Town used to come to the river to wash their their laundry. That's why it's called the wash houses. It sleeps 24 people and it is a fabulous location for a small intimate wedding.
Table Mountain National Park's accommodation is very reasonably priced, particularly if you stay in one of the tented camps. And I think the Cape of Good Hope hiking trail is very reasonably priced and is excellent value for money. Table Mountain National Park has to be the national park within the Sandparks portfolio that has the widest range of activities. The first thing that you think of is that we have hiking. We have Table Mountain and every single person, whether you're a local or foreign, has to say that at some stage they have climbed from the bottom to the top. We also have some very beautiful gentle walks in indigenous forest, be it the Orange Cliff Forest or Newlands Forest. And along with that comes dog walking. Many people who live in Cape Town, who locals, get the pleasure and the privilege of being able to walk their dog in the national park. For those who like more excitement in their life, we have a number of rock climbing locations across the park, and we have a number of sports climbing locations. The two are slightly different. Sport climbing has had bolts put in place, which you clip yourself from one bolt to the next. And a number of visitors who come from overseas places who are used to climbing absolutely rave about the variety of locations that we have for climbing in Table Mountain National Park. For something different, there is horse riding. Uh, There are a number of locations across the park where people are allowed to enter the park on horseback and have the joy of riding through natural vegetation without having to be surrounded by houses and streets and cars. The park has seen a huge increase in the number of people cycling through the park. The biggest cycling locations would probably be Tokai and from uh, Rhodes Memorial through to Constantia Nick. Uh, For those who like an old-fashioned activity that has probably been with the park time immemorial, there is fishing. We have a number of uh, fishermen who bring their children and who bring their grandchildren and fish along our shores day in, day out. For those who are adrenaline drunkies, there is tandem paragliding as an option of Signal Hill. We have some of the best locations in Cape Town for surfing and for bodyboarding. So if anyone's in for a secret hotspot location, take your surfboard down to Platboom at Cape Point. We also have um, some very well-known tourist sites, which certainly could be considered as activities in the park. If you are a first-time visitor to Cape Town, then you have to have at least Three to four things on your bucket list. The first one would be to go up Table Mountain, but in the cable car. It is some of the best views that you will have of any city, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Then there is the visit to the Boulders Penguin Colony to see the endangered African penguin. And whilst you're down in the Deep South, that would mean that you would certainly want to go to Cape Point, go down to the Lighthouse, It is not where the two oceans meet, but it is the most southwesterly point of the African continent. Ah. And to reach that point, there is a very unusual funicular, which is kind of an uphill tram that you can take to get to the lighthouse. And then at the end of the day, if one wants a beautiful view back towards the city, one might want to stop at Rhodes Memorial, have a cup of tea, and look out over Cape Town. The park is absolutely spoilt with choices of activities.